Nobody likes to think of themselves as being a negative Nancy or negative Ned. But when we stop and listen to the conversations we have with ourselves, about ourselves, or about the things that are happening in our life, it often becomes clear that our self-talk could use a little TLC. And if you've ever tried to turn off or change this negative internal dialogue, you know it's much harder than it looks. But put those worries away, because on today's show, we're going to look at tools to kick negative Ned and negative Nancy to the curb. Have you ever noticed that life has a weird way of making the most amazing people feel like they're not enough? You know, not smart enough or pretty enough. Well, this is your dose of couch time to deal with those very moments. I'm your host, Dr. Curlene Neely, licensed professional counselor. In each episode, I'll take you in session to talk all things mental health. And while I hope you love learning from the podcast, it's not meant to be a substitute for a relationship with a mental health professional. Hello and welcome to Drop the BS Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Curleen. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining. This is going to be one heck of a show. And I want to give a big shout out. There are so many of you who are telling me how much you are getting from the show, that it made a difference in your life, that you loved it, that the content is fire. And I am just grateful to hear all of these good things. But here's what I really need you to do for me. If you feel this way, share it. Share the show, leave a review, leave a like. That's how we can really pay it forward because telling me is great, but telling somebody else is even better because we get to share the magic of this show and help other people improve their mental health. So if you're ready, let's go in session. All right. So today we're going to be talking about this idea of being a negative Ned or negative Nancy. And so as you're listening to me, if I am speaking to you directly and you're thinking, okay, this show has my name all over it, then I'm happy you're here. But for many of you, you may be listening because you are dealing with a negative Ned or negative Nancy. And so I hope that what we share, what I share today really just gives you some insight so that you know how to move forward and some things that hopefully this person can do or you can do to move past negative Ned or Nancy. So to start, you guys know I love a definition because I want to make sure we're all on the same page. So when I'm talking about kind of being a negative person, I'm really talking about someone who tends to think and speak in a way that emphasizes all the bad things about themselves, other people, a situation. This personality type can be very difficult to get close to because it it almost feels like draining and a little bit toxic. And when it's coming from the inside, it can be even harder. So that's the kind of level set where we're at. Just that person that every time you get on the phone, it's woe is me, what went wrong, who they don't like. It's just a lot of negative spinning. So why does it matter? You know, this is a mental health podcast. And so you may be thinking, well, why am I talking about this? Why does, whether you're negative or positive, why does it matter for your mental health? 
And I need you to listen up, okay? Because if you just thought, well, this is just how I am and nobody's going to change me and I just tell it like it is, when you tend to have a negative mindset, it really does shift so many things. Negative attitudes and feelings of helplessness or hopelessness can create chronic stress, which upsets the body's hormone balance. It depletes brain chemicals required for happiness and Ultimately, it damages your immune system. So did you hear me? I I really want you to listen. When you're negative, it's not just, you know, okay, this is how I am and everybody else needs to get over it. It creates chronic stress and chronic stress depletes brain chemicals. And I need, and I know you need all the brain chemicals we can get, okay? We have a lot of things to do. We got all the things and we want to do them well. So as we go through this show, I want you to really kind of relate it back to you changing this is up-leveling your life, okay? You changing this part, being more of a positive person is really about up-leveling your life. So I know I may have um, some resistance out there, people who are listening and thinking, okay, I am listening to this for my sister or my brother or my coworker. I hope I learn a little something, something. And you may not think it's you. So I thought we would start with signs that you struggle with this, signs that maybe you really are a negative Ned or a negative Nancy and you just, you know, didn't realize it. So the first one is this. You have a mentality that it's too good to be true. You know, if you get a check in the mail and it's from an insurance company who's giving you kind of a refund or whatever, your first thing is to think about how they're going to screw you in the end or how nobody will ever give me anything. You know, that there's always a mentality that when good things happen to you, it's too good to be true. The next sign that you may be struggling with negativity is that it's hard to accept a compliment. You know, you always think if somebody gives you a compliment, what's their ulterior motive? Why did they give me that compliment? Were they telling me that because I really look bad and they're just saying the opposite? You know, a compliment is something that we all should want to receive. But when every time you get one, you're always looking at how it could be, you know, construed in a different way, then it just really takes away from that compliment. Next is you've been accused of being a negative Nancy. You know, somebody might have said, oh, my gosh, you're so negative. And your defense or response may have been, no, I'm not negative. I just tell it how it is. If you've said that, I'm talking to you, okay? That is a clear sign that maybe, just maybe, you are dealing with the things that we're talking about. Next, you struggle to trust or maintain close relationships. You know, you want close relationships, but just to allow someone in, to allow them into your home, into your heart, to meet your kids, whatever it is, that you you find it to be uneasy because at the underlying premise in your mind, there's a feeling that if I allow you in, you're going to hurt me. Once again, it's too good to be true. You can't really just want to love me. What do you want from me? Next on my hit list of signs that you may be struggling with this is that You find yourself picking people apart in your head, judging, 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 right? You find yourself, you know, just being negative about other folks, right? And the reason why this is a sign is that the people that are the most judgmental 
are usually the people that are also negative, right? So those two things kind of go together. And also, if you're judging other people, typically what I have found is that you're also very judgmental of yourself. So are you a judgy person? Kind of ask yourself that. Really stop and think about it. The last time you were out with friends, the last time you were at the mall, the last time you were, I don't know, at the grocery store, do you find yourself looking at what people wear and how they act and just kind of picking them apart? Next on our hit list is you ruminate and replay conversations, emails, or your responses. Now, this is also related to anxiety, right? A lot of us have anxiety, and so we may do this. But this is also related to this kind of negative persona about ourselves because, you know, that rumination of replaying the conversation, replaying the email, well, why did they respond like that? Well, why didn't they say this? Or I should have said that. That also, the energy it takes you to stay there, it robs you from the present moment and it spins you into a negative cycle. And then the last thing, and this goes back to kind of the first thing I said, you expect things to go wrong. You do not expect that good things will happen to you. It's too good to be true. So is any of this ringing a bell? I really want you to stop and think about it. If you stop and really evaluate how you've been, right, and and kind of just how you've been navigating, think about how you've been navigating at home and work and your relationships and all the things you're doing, If you're honest, has there been a tendency for you to see the glass half empty? Has there been a tendency for you to dwell on what someone has said or what's went wrong? Has that been present in your life? And if it is, this is your moment as you hear my voice. Everything is changeable. Everything is fixable, right? And so the thing is that you have to be able to identify it. You got to call a thing a thing. You got to look yourself in the face and own it. And so now we are going to kind of move into how do you change it? And I wanted to say that because if you don't own it, then we can't change it. Are you with me? Okay, let's move forward. Hey guys, did you miss the Backstory Breakthrough Masterclass last time? Well, guess what? It's back and I would love to hang out with you. This is where you get to spend four weeks working on your backstory, working on those stories that cause insecurities and anxiety. This is a hybrid course. You'll do some of it online, but then we will get together face-to-face to process the things that you've been struggling with. I want to pour into you. So check our show notes, and I need you to sign up for our next Backstory Breakthrough Masterclass. how do we move past being a negative Ned or a negative Nancy? And so if you are listening to this from the perspective of someone who is dealing with this person, the things I'm about to go over are what I hope the person does. And so you have no control over making somebody be better or different. But what you can do with this knowledge that I'm about to share is that how you engage with them, how you deal with them, you now have an opportunity to give them more grace, to not let them trigger you into negativity, to maybe in some way help them to see it better and different, okay? So the first thing you have to do to move past being a negative Ned or a negative Nancy is that you have to come into awareness. These things are very sneaky, right? It's kind of like, you know, that thing that happens to all of us when we're in our head and 
say we're driving from place A to B, and all of a sudden you pull up at your house or pull up at wherever the destination is, and you're thinking, how the hell did I get here? Like, almost like you were driving, you didn't crash, you didn't hit anything, but it was just going so fast and you were thinking about so many other things that you weren't aware of it. Well, our negative thoughts in our head, this dialogue we are having with ourselves, about ourselves and about situations happens the same way. It's sneaky. Before you know it, you've been dwelling in a negative thought for 15 minutes. So you have to slow down and pay attention on purpose. You have to ask yourself, you have to become aware. You have to become aware because if you're not, you're not going to be able to pull back. So what I want you to do for me is that if you're working on this in the next few weeks, every hour or so, just kind of check in, check in with your conversation you're having with yourself, check in with the conversation you're having with other people and just ask yourself, okay, is this more on the positive side? Is it more on the negative side? Becoming more aware gives you the power and the ability to do something better. The next step is this. You got to know your backstory, okay? And you know I'm going to go here, all right? Because a lot of times the reason we struggle with this is because something has happened to us. Somebody, something, somewhere, someplace, whatever the backstory is, something has happened. And over life, over the time, you know, it's changed us. I don't think we people wake up like this, okay? I don't think you're born negative or born to be this way. I think that our experiences shape us. And so we kind of, you know, develop a defense mechanism because who wants to be hurt? I know I don't. And when you don't want to be hurt, you try to put things in place to prevent you from becoming hurt. And a lot of us need to do what's called reparenting of ourselves, looking at the wound that happened, looking at the injury, looking at whatever it was, whatever was said to you, whatever was done to you, looking back and being able to parent yourself, giving yourself what wasn't given to you. Maybe it's to say, you are worthy. I love you. You didn't deserve that. That happening to you does not define you, whatever it is. And you need to say it out loud because words that are expressed verbally take on life. They can be lifted up and they can propel you where you need to go. And if you're thinking, Dr. Carleen, I agree, I agree, I agree, I'm hearing you, but all this reparenting and dealing with the backstory is too much for me, well, make sure you join my Backstory Masterclass, okay? There is a link in the show notes. I've been talking about it. We are releasing it very soon. And in that class, you're going to get to spend four weeks with me learning really about your backstory, learning how to reparent yourself. And then you're going to join me for a live coaching session where we get to talk a little bit more. So that's just a side note, okay? So step number two, once again, is that you have to deal with the backstory that caused this. You didn't just wake up like this. Things happen to you. Number three in how do we change this is that you have to master, and I mean master. Well, you know what? Forget master. I'm going to give you a PhD. You got to get a doctoral degree in having neutral thoughts. And so when we tend to be a negative Nancy or a negative Ned, our thoughts are catastrophized. They're worst case scenario. You know, um, nothing ever works out for me. Um, oh my gosh, you know, I'm going to get fired. Whatever it is, whatever you're dwelling on or thinking on, it is the worst 
case scenario. And in most cases, excuse my language, but that shit ain't going to happen, right? But we spend days and weeks thinking about it or hours, whatever it is, only to go, oh, it didn't work out like that. So having a doctorate in neutral thought means that when something triggers you to spin into this negative cycle, you have a thought that's more in the middle. It's not too high. It's not too low. So let's look at an example of that. So say, for instance, um, you get an email from somebody and it's from a coworker. And in the email, just the tone of the email kind of throws you off. You know what I mean? Where the person doesn't say anything, but the tone of the email triggers you. And all of a sudden, you start spinning. You know, you start spinning. You know, who does that person think they are? Why did they do that? What are they mad about? Was it when I didn't speak to them at the party? You are spinning in this stuff, okay? You're spinning. And all you're doing is coming up with worst case scenarios, how they don't like you anymore, how they're mad at you, how they're upset, and you're trying to figure it out. Having a more neutral thought would look like this. It would look like, okay, there's a little bit of a tone in this email. I'm unsure what the tone is about, but I do feel it and I need to acknowledge it. But because I don't know what it's about, it may be that they're having a bad day. It may be nothing. Either I respond back to them and in a very professional way, make sure we're good, or I make up my mind that I don't have enough evidence to pursue this. So the idea of a neutral thought is that you got to move out a problem to solution. So it's identifying, yeah, maybe there was a little bit of tone in this email, but what am I going to do about it? Ruminating on it, spinning in it, that is not going to help you. So neutral thoughts are thoughts that have action behind it. They're thoughts that bring you in the middle. They're not too high. They're not too low. And let me just say, I know we're on a podcast and I'm going fast. This really is a skill, okay? It takes a skill. Every time I work with somebody on this, you know, initially they think, oh, yeah, yeah, I know how to do it. And then they try to do it and they're like, uh, why can't I do this? Because we have trained our brain to be on this kind of negative side. So your brain's like, wait a minute, what's this over here? This is a dirt road. I don't know how to, how to handle over here. I know over here where you usually hang out. So we've kind of gone through the first really three steps that you really need to take if you want to move out of this negative energy we're talking about. So one is that this is going to sneak up on you. So you got to pay attention on purpose. Two is that you got to deal with your backstory. Either come to the masterclass or do some work, whatever it is. Deal with the story, the things that have happened to you. And then number three, we talked about picking a neutral thought, being conscious, being, you know, obsessed with, I'm going to get a doctorate, not a master's, but a doctorate in picking neutral thoughts. So those are the real kind of, that's the, that's the enchilada right there. But number four on the list of how you make this happen is this. As you try to do this, I guarantee you, okay, you're going to feel resistance. There's going to be a part of your brain that goes, oh my gosh, this is so silly. This is not going to work. Like having a neutral thought, that's not going to help me. Uh, uh, you're going to hear it. You're going to feel it. You're going to get this pushback because guess what? There is a part of your brain that is so used to you behaving and thinking in a certain way it's like, wait a minute, you're leaving me alone? I, you know, how are you, where are you going to go? You're going to go on the other side? And so it's going to try to pull you back. 
But let me tell you, the resistance that you feel, even as you're listening to my voice, the resistance is a sign that you have definitely been dwelling, hanging out, having a party with negative Ned and negative Nancy, okay? So that resistance is your sign that you need to lean in, say it out loud, have that neutral thought. It's a trip, okay? I promise you, because I've done this a hundred times. When you actually force yourself to say the neutral thought, you will feel better. And, and I know this is all science, right? It really is, right? Because our words affect how we feel, affect what we think, affect what our body does. But sometimes it just seems too easy, you know what I mean? Where it's like, well, just saying something is going to make me feel better. Well, yes, saying something is. So the resistance that you might feel to even having the conversation with me right now or to having more of a neutral thought is a sign that you definitely need to keep going in the right direction. And the last thing is that this is going to take repetition. You didn't get here overnight. You got here over years and years of experiences, things that have happened to you, things that were said, that were done that really changed that innocent nature that you were born with. And so you're going to have to do this over and over and over again. You know, becoming aware, paying attention on purpose. Okay, I'm dwelling in a negative thought. Okay, I've dealt with my backstory on that. I know what that backstory is. I know where it comes from. Picking a neutral thought, feeling the resistance, leaning into the resistance, not giving into it over and over again and then before you know it you're gonna wake up one day and you're gonna be like wait a minute where's negative ned where's negative nancy oh 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 they're gone i promise you okay and i know i'm being silly right now because i think that sometimes we take mental health and we make it such a heavy topic and mental health is part of our life and so we need to talk about it we need to laugh about it we need to have fun with it as we are working to make it better All right, so our toolbox takeaway, out of every single thing that you heard me say today, the number one thing I want you to know is this. If you feel resistance, it is a sign that you definitely need to do this, okay? If you feel, if you heard in your head, uh, I don't really think I'm negative, uh, I don't really think a neutral thought's gonna work for me, uh, I don't see how this is gonna make anything better, then guess what? I'm speaking to you, I'm calling you out right now. Your name is on it. So that is the takeaway. If you feel the resistance, then that is a sign that you need to move and lean into this thing and really capture the neutral thought. So as always, I am so happy you listen to this show. I'm happy you're hanging out with me. I want you to pay it forward, share the show, let people know that we are here. I think we have one of the best mental health podcasts. I really do. I listen back. And I think that all of the feedback that you give me to help the show be good is why it's good. So let's make sure we get it out there. I love you guys. And until next time, remember to drop the BS. Oh, spend a little time. Thank you for listening to Drop the BS Podcast. You can find show notes at dropthebspodcast.com. And I'd really love to stay connected to you. So head on over to Facebook and join our group. Put Drop the BS Podcast in the browser and let's hang out.